I mean, <laughs> hello. <laughs> Hi, Chris. Hey. <laughs> oh yeah. man, it's good to be back uh, here in this space with you. I don't know back. why, but I just miss back you. It's so silly. <laughs> yeah, I, I like being back. Um, <laughs> you like being black? N- no, back. Oh, okay. <laughs> have you heard? Have you heard of the the new variant from? the south africa, south africa yeah you know what it's called no i couldn't retain the information they only said it once on the little no- news report it's called omicron oh what, what does that stand for omicron per cia what is that from okay it sounds so familiar <laughs> and i literally can't place thank, it thank thank vendor uh, yeah like and for fry. futurama yeah. oh <laughs> so shameful guess what i'm re-watching as we speak like i'm on season six simpsons no <laughs> it's Family ridiculous guy. no actually we're gonna rewatch that next uh we're definitely bored with shows american like, dad like, have... come on futurama uh, that's so <laughs> and dated. i just don't remember that <laughs> that's so dated what's so jaded not jaded dated Oh, I mean, so it all started with somebody's TikTok, honestly. Um, (laughs) They went in and they were identifying um, whether or not Bender had an actual, like, consciousness or not. Um, And there was two different um, scenarios where he identifies the things around him and then picks up that, that, um, personality so in the first one it's literally the first episode um they're in the hall of criminals and he gets i think reset by fry Mm -hmm. and so he scans his surroundings which they were all criminals (laughs) so uh they were just you know before that his programming wouldn't have allowed him to do acts of crime um including like bending things for his own personal use uh but since he got to scan the criminals he was able to bend the bars in the jail to escape uh so i thought that was actually really interesting and so i was like let me rewatch this because you know the whole hype about the show was how there was like people with doctorates on it writing the scripts and so i kind of just wanted to lean into it to see um I guess how intelligent it actually was because even now I'm like mm, I I mean there were some smart moments I would say like the whole um I guess Bender as an identity really is the ego and the narcissist and the self-serving people so it's very interesting to kind of like mm-hmm. you know yeah I mean that play out <laughs> it, it's it's cute that people think you have to be smart to watch Futurama but only smart people watch Rick and Morty so <laughs> oh my god <laughs> yeah i i can't get past clips of that show so it's a good show but like i said you can only enjoy it if you have an iq of a certain level which I oh my gosh (laughs) of course you do mr scholar (laughs) oh it's okay no i'm kidding i mean rick and morty is i don't know it's fine i mean it's funny um yeah future almost funny too but like there are some things in like a lot of these shows that haven't really like aged well a good example from Futurama would be the one episode where Bender joins the like the Robo Olympics yeah. and they separate into like men and women 
or minbots yeah. and fembots. I don't know what you what you call them. And he thought that like uh, being like a fembot would be easier. So instead of being like a, a like a male bot, and so he like got like gender reassignment surgery so that he could like participate in the 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 female yeah. part. Mm-hmm. And, and then he won because he you know he beat beat all of them because he was I think he won and he was stronger. And that yeah. was and that was super funny like 15 years ago. I like quote like quote unquote like and then I saw some people like not on TikTok but like on YouTube kind of like uh talking about that saying you know how sexist that was and and whatnot. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, and then when you like you look at like family guy, like I remember in high school watching that, like, oh that's pretty funny. And then like you go back and you rewatch it and you think like, hmm, kind of like Tom and Jerry where you think like oh this is a nice show <clears throat> and then you go back as an adult and you're like wow that's pretty racist <laughs> it's a pretty racist show <laughs> and it's, yeah i can see that <laughs> yeah <clears throat> but i think i think you take like the good with the bad yeah so i think like, i agree pre- yeah so i think like pretending like the whole show was bad because they had like a few bad episodes or some things were, like in poor taste um by today's yeah. standards i don't think you should like throw up the whole you know like the, like, the baby out with the bathwater kind of thing so right but no so they were talking about the new variant and they were like it's called omicron and i was like really <laughs> i thought like omicron first yeah yeah it, it sounds like it's almost like they wanted to name it to sound more intense because i think like covid got desensitized then delta got desensitized and now we have this one and it sounds way more like intense they're like it's it's another variant <laughs> i think it's um, a lot of fear monitoring though wasn't there another one that also came out? Um, uh, Omega. I thought there was two. Yeah, that sounds right. We'll go th- with that for now. <laughs> I think a lot um, of it is just fear mongering. Um, I don't know. So I mean, we're just trying to get ahead of the get ahead of the wave um, before we get too many variants. So I think that they're being the fact that they found one case and then like shut down travel those areas was very responsible very responsive and for the you know hmm yeah your connection cut out so we'll wait a second there you go now you're back oh okay (laughs) (laughs) yeah it was very it, it was responsible and responsive i don't know that's all I would say about it. I don't really, I mean, if we can slow down the rate of new variants, then cool. Um, I don't think there's huge disadvantages to them, like being responsible about it. Mm. Um, and I don't think I would necessarily say I'm being led by fear anymore. I feel very like, okay, I got my vaccine. I did my job. I'll eventually get the booster shots when I feel better. Um, and then that's literally it. Like I, I, I'd rather just move about my day. Like capitalism is already hard. Paying my bills is already hard. So, (laughs) you know, yeah, you just, you know, I'm going to move about and try to focus on stuff I'm passionate about. What are you passionate about? Mm, My art. Uh, I just count. What? Everyone's passionate about art. No, my art is different because it's for me. (laughs) Um, Because, you know, I have have my website, uh, crystallizedsnow.com, and I've been 
uh, get out of here. <laughs> uh, and I just paid for like an ad on Facebook just to see how that goes. Trying to reach a little bit more out of like just my friends group. <laughs> grassroots. You gotta do grassroots. Um, and then uh, yeah, my other goal is to, what do you mean grassroots? How do you market it yourself? Like that's grassroots. Oh, you mean go door to door? Yeah. <laughs> I mean, I absolutely could print out flyers. Uh, I've been meaning to print out business cards and I still haven't because people are like, oh cool, you have a website, like let me check it out. And you know the midwest is always 10 years behind so archaically like business cards still make sense even though I they're take offense always to that. what do you mean what do you take offense to <laughs> i don't think the midwest is behind i think we're exactly in the middle so <laughs> we're, listen okay if the east and west coast were the butt cheeks we're the booty crack we're farther in like we, we we're in deep you know yeah. and then you then you get up to like illinois and then you're just you know no i feel you yeah doing doing art that i mean that that's cool that's cute i like art um i was trying to get into drawing i bought some pencils with with like different uh hardness levels or whatever they're called nice for shading yeah 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 exactly yeah i drew a face and then i haven't touched it since so (laughs) oh yeah and we uh have you tell me you've been watching the anime that you recommended to me that's coming out weekly (laughs) oh the blue period no i haven't watched it i only Uh, i only watched three episodes oh no i still want to watch it but i i cycle you absolutely should but i watched three other episodes of no wait three other things i watched uh in Japanese, it's called your voice, but it has a different name in in English. I don't know what I don't know what the English name is. Let me let me see if I can find it. In Japanese, it's Kimi no Koi, but in English, it should be. No, it is your voice. Yeah, it is your. It's called your voice. Kimi no Koi is the the English title, but I don't know if there's an English version of it. Oh, okay. Yeah, That's... I don't. I think it's only in Japanese. So I watched that. And I really liked it. It was basically um, a story about people doing stuff for like 90 minutes. So I really enjoyed that. <laughs> no, but in all seriousness, it was about um, it was about like five girls who kind of drifted apart uh, as friends when they were in high school, or I think it was high school or middle school, and they just kind of stopped being friends and for for whatever reason and so the one girl just you know goes about doing her stuff and like it starts raining really hard okay and she breaks into uh she breaks into like an old shop and she thinks it's abandoned she thinks it's abandoned so she breaks into it and she sees like a whole bunch of like albums and like vinyls and this and that and it's like oh this is so cool and she notices that there's like a record player and so she starts playing playing like the music and she realizes that there's a mic right next to it. And she's like, oh, what's this? And it turns out that it's like a radio station. And oh. she assumes it's an abandoned radio station. So she like, she turns it on and it works, but she assumes that like no one's listening. So she sits there and she talks for like, like 20 minutes or something, talking about like the weather and her day and about her friends. And now she's so sad that they're not friends anymore. And apparently uh, the radio, it wasn't abandoned and someone does use this and it the person who it belongs to heard the broadcast and sent her <laughs> sent her a message saying that like yeah like uh, it's not abandoned this is like uh, like our private coffee shop and I 
made this radio station so that my mom who's in a coma can listen to it hoping that maybe someday she'll like wake up and hear my voice and, and yeah and that's the basis <laughs> yeah and that's the basis of the whole movie like that's that happens like the first like 10 or 15 minutes um so like not like revealing anything and i i loved it so it was like 90 it was like 90 minutes it's a, it's a movie not a series so that was really good and then i watched uh what is it called high q so like volleyball is, is that the japanese mm. is that the yeah english, is that the english name i can't yeah. remember yeah and so i watched that and i only watched one episode today though so i'm i'm getting back into that because i watched actually i watched two episodes one yesterday one today i'm only on like the sixth episode of like three seasons but one thing i really uh, loved I would, I would say it's really good it's uh yeah it's like not it's like naruto but like with volleyball but... <laughs> well that's all i mean if you had to sum up all sports anime it's exactly that it's the classic <laughs> underdog who's gonna work their their butt off to prove everybody that they're the best <laughs> yeah yeah that was pretty much it and the one i really loved was um was what was it what to call it in english uh comey can't communicate and i watched that on netflix and they brought out like five episodes, six episodes. And they're doing this whole like let's release one episode a week kind of shit, which I, I don't I don't get it, but it's so artificial. Um Yeah, I understand. <laughs> I hate it. And yeah, but I've been watching it. But it's good though, because I it doesn't put me under a lot of pressure because if I see like oh 50 episodes, I'm like, oh god, I gotta watch all this. But if like they release like one episode, it's a lot easier for me to, you know, work them off basically. But yeah, I really I liked it. The opposite. <laughs> no, but like I, uh, I don't binge. I, but I'm trying to. I love binging. No, I only <laughs> binge drink, but I don't binge watch. But it's almost like compensating for all the commercials we consumed as children, teenagers, and young adults. This is like the opportunity of my life to be able to watch uh like episodes consecutively you know mm. and i really love having this type of format um it puts honestly like you know like when you're in front of the tv and you're just scrolling and you don't know what to watch because there's nothing really appealing to you mm-hmm. this is like the complete opposite you get to watch all of what you want at any time anyway go ahead <laughs> no yeah i mean that's a different that's a, i think that's more of a, a bug than a feature of our society but that's beside the point but, any, <laughs> but anyway um it was the comedy chan was is a super popular anime on netflix at the moment so i really enjoyed watching it i was kind of put off because it was like a typical high school anime and i feel yeah. like there's that that's all there is is high school anime or fantasy yeah like those are like the only <laughs> two genres that exist agreed and, yeah i was like oh fuck i don't want to i don't want to watch i don't want to watch high school anime but right. i watched it and it was actually kind of sweet even though it was super generic because i could probably name like two other like there's what what's it called glad oh, what are the titles um it's not called your voice there's another one silent voice there's one called silent voice which pretty much has the same premise where it's about oh, a, yeah yeah where it's about a girl that's so familiar yeah yeah there's silent voice and then there's the um, oh this is gonna kill me if i can't think of the uh there's another movie similar to silent voice which has like the same premise which is the anthem of the heart so the anthem of the heart and silent voice are almost like the same movie um mm-hmm. anthem of the heart is about a girl who can't speak because she was traumatized as a kid 
and then silent voice is about a woman or is about a girl who can't speak because she's deaf um and they're both in high school <laughs> how did i laugh i don't know why I laugh. <laughs> like it's so it's so generic yeah and then like komi chant is is the same plot it's like almost like verbatim and i was like oh god this is so boring like it's like the same thing yeah and then you, they do like the whole like petty thing like you know melodramatic like, yeah like yeah they have to work through their issues yeah, <laughs> this yeah. is why i can't watch i mean so i i almost was able to visually remember all of them based on how netflix like shows them but mm-hmm. i i don't think i watched any of them for any amount of time because yeah it's just too on the drama side of things i really need upbeat funny uh cute intelligent action like anything else honestly <laughs> but it was it's a very it's a good anime honestly it's it's a, it's a really good anime um and the way like they don't it's kind of melodramatic but it's more comedy than anything so okay. yeah so i really liked it it wasn't like oh pity her because she can't talk and whatnot so it was it was a really good anime <laughs> I, I really really liked it they're still doing episodes so they release like one episode a week they just released like the sixth episode or something um gotcha. yeah that one was really nice and then i just kind of like dabbled through like other animes on on netflix there's this one anime i want to watch and it's, i can't think of the title but it's basically about well i gotta find the title because if i don't find the title it's gonna kill me and it was recommended to me by a couple of people and you might like it too basically it's about uh, a little girl who like falls asleep or something or gets hit and she basically wakes up into a world. It's called uh, Ascendance of a Bookworm. And it's about a girl who, like, I don't know, gets hit on the head or falls asleep or gets sick. And she wakes up in a world where there are no books and where people don't know how to write. And Ooh. yeah, and she, everyone knows how to speak, but no one really knows how to write. And like, I think writing is possible, but it's extremely difficult and it's extremely expensive. So almost no one does it. Wow. And and she and but she's an author so she like in her life where, where she came from she was like she loved books like she's a bookworm like she really likes doing stuff with like words and stuff like that and so basically as far as i know the whole anime revolves around her teaching the society about like like books and how great they are and how to make them and how to write and i i haven't started it yet it's just it's like on my list so i really want to watch that um, yeah that seems very um what is it like even if the writing isn't too good if that's really all she's doing in the anime like it seems aesthetically pleasing like oh yeah you feel very comfortable watching it and like just sitting back and because i love watching people make books it's so nice (laughs) i watched the trailer i only watched like a minute or two of the trailer but i love the the music and the and the drawing style so it's really good um yeah wow, look at you recommending all these anime to me <laughs> well, I mean, yeah i'm like <clears throat> i like watching anime i just don't really watch as much as i used to um, yeah but that that that's pretty much it oh uh, i i have you know i was gonna say uh with netflix they just released the live action for cowboy bebop and it, i um, saw that i hated it did you watch some of it i watched like I want to say like a minute or two. I kind of like I, I saw it and I was super surprised. And I was like, hmm, "Yeah, is this Japanese?" Because the the at least here on the German Netflix, like they had a cover and there was a Japanese or an Asian looking person. I was like, 
is this like a, a Japanese remake of like Cowboy Bebop? Because that would be super interesting. Yeah. But like I turned it on and they were talking in German. So I was like, oh, it's dubbed. So I, I, changed, right. I changed it real quick and it said the, the original language was English. And then I realized like, oh, it's an American remake of Cowboy Bebop. Yeah. And I watched like from, <laughs> I watched a minute, but like, I can't do that. I, Just one minute? You didn't last the minute? Mm-mm. Oh, okay. No, I'm not going to watch a, I'm not going to watch an American remake of like a Japanese show. I'm not gonna do that I just can't okay so what I would say is that okay let's compare it to Dragon Ball we both know it was terrible the writing was terrible um they didn't even go they didn't even lean full into the cosplay aspect that they really could have hit um now I watched two episodes and it was painfully long um they really tried to dip into the anime's aesthetic um almost verbatim and then they gave it a a cosplay feel where the costumes felt like they were immaculately done like visually they looked great um the main guy i don't know if you noticed but he's from harold and kumar it's that guy oh um which was really cool. I thought it was nice to have like a professional actor right there. However, I felt like he was supported by actors who weren't on the same level. So I almost feel like maybe the whole budget <laughs> went to his salary. Um, and then again, to the pacing of the anime, I, I really wanted it to pick up because their, their banter was almost on par. Um, I felt like him and the other guy's name is spike right yeah am i wrong okay no no it's like it's fine okay cool they were they were good together even um he was definitely more involved than i felt like he was in the anime like even if we compared it to the first three episodes of the anime um i i just felt like they were doing too much copying in my opinion uh they should have made it more fast-paced and more realistic to uh, a live action or real people in my opinion <laughs> and then the way that they apparently the way that they altered um the storyline from episode two was just like a, a wash of what you would have gotten from the anime so I'm glad I stopped um I'm not gonna lie after the first episode I was like do we have to watch more and then Tim was like <laughs> Let's just try to watch one more episode and see how it goes. Because <laughs> I was just like, oh my God, it was so long. I, I was like, they should have just made this a movie. They didn't need to um, cover every single topic that the anime hit. Like if they were going to try to remake it, they should have been a little more unique with it. They should have just made things a little quicker. Um, and then I didn't like the girl. Um her her acting um the way I don't know the way that they interpreted her was surprisingly not what I wanted <laughs> but um that's what yeah. happens when you do like the like these American remakes of like in general I think American remakes are just terrible um I think well, pe- yeah they just don't have a formula for how to respect what they're seeing like the I think that the the problem with this and it you know them redoing it was solely that they kept copying it and pasting mm-hmm. so much they didn't try to present anything that was too unique um or too derivative from the storyline so it was a very interesting problem 
um, to kind of see play out on, in all honesty. But uh, would I go back and finish it? No. No, not at all. <laughs> so you're going to DNF it? What is what? DNF did not finish. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to DNF it. <laughs> I mean, my thing is, is like, like you said, right, we haven't really seen any remake out of America from from these types of movies uh, or types of anime into live action. It's just it never hits. Death Note was terrible. Netflix got that completely <laughs> wrong. I forgot about that. that. There, that yeah, was, that was really bad. Even that wow. was the pinnacle. Like, if it wasn't Dragon Ball, it's gonna be like Netflix trying to do its own thing with it too, and just not hitting. My my wife pretty much watches like everything to like the bitter end. Like, no matter how good it is, like she just finishes pretty much anything. That's um, amazing. <laughs> yeah, like I was like, she watched like Squid Game, and I quit after like two episodes. And she watched like from start to finish. And I was like, why do you, well, if it's bad, like if you don't like it, why, why are you watching? And she's like, well, I want to finish it. Cause I started it. I was like, good for you. I can't do that. But, <laughs> but she like, she even, even she said that like, she really hated death note, like the, the American remake. But for me, yeah. it's not even like, it's not even like, uh, like foreign stuff. Like even stuff done to this aesthetic is like the remakes are terrible. So like a good example, this would be avatar, like uh, not the James Cameron, like the anime. And they gotcha. made, yeah, from like, uh, yeah. What's I don't know. I don't know what the director's name is, but you know, Avatar: The Last Airbender. It was it was a good anime. Whether or not you want to classify it as anime is a different story, but it was at least done in this aesthetic, so it kind of qualifies as anime. Right. right so, right. and then they made like a live remake of that, and that was just freaking terrible. Like it was it was so bad. Um, and I just wish they wouldn't remake stuff like that. So, I'm I'm opposed to remakes anyway. Uh, yeah, I know you're right. <laughs> I I had a I had a, a conversation <clears throat> with one of my students the other day about like remakes. Oh no, you're not gonna like this. What breaking news? Five days ago, uh, Netflix uh is gonna be like announced that they're gonna be making Avatar: The Last Airbender <laughs> remake. <laughs> the remake of a remake. Yeah. But, but for me, for me, it's like <laughs> what I told to my um my student was i don't well actually this is more of her words than mine was i don't really see the point in remakes the only reason to to have remakes there's only one reason and okay there are two either the (laughs) either the the director couldn't tell the story the way they wanted it to do it at that time because of technology Mm. or didn't have the money so they so they re they improve their movie Mm. that's that's a legitimate reason but usually the reason is for money that's the only reason yeah. why yeah that's the only reason why you do remakes is for money okay right. yeah, yeah yeah i don't like because usually it's not for the story like you don't like oh like you know like the story the story doesn't need it the the companies need it the companies need the remake because they need the money right. that's right, why right. They, that's why they do reboots right otherwise there'd only be like one spider-man movie <laughs> and not like, <laughs> and not like 30 <laughs> that that's the only- i know yeah and that's the only so, reason speaking of december 16th the 17th is when uh the new spider-man's gonna air <laughs> i don't know uh, i already took the day off <laughs> i'm already yeah but i'm already, i'm more of like a green lantern person so it doesn't matter oh my gosh <laughs> you might get your toby in this one though oh yeah he's coming back isn't he yeah you're toby <laughs> what, what's the guy's name james jameson the guy that he works for at the yeah yeah that was funny i saw a meme on facebook where it says like (laughs) for like last 20 years you've had like four spider-men but you've only had like one like one james jameson (laughs) which is hilarious 
yeah he's like the perfect guy he, yeah. he embodies that character and everybody's just like there's no need to to find somebody else we got him <laughs> yeah no but i hate remakes um i think there's some movies you just can't remake like i i I'm, I'm really scared of the day where they remake all the Star Wars movies and lord of the rings because, oh yeah like those movies are they're just they're golden that's I, huge budgets well i mean they've already been overly exploited like we need to put them to rest and move on (laughs) i I don't think um i mean honestly i understand what you're saying uh i always think that aside from you know it being about money and the people wanting to remake it for that reason i also feel like we're trying to discover a thoughtful formula that works within the identity of how Americans do the remakes. Um, Because I've seen like Death Note remade as a live action through Japan and it was flawless Um, and it had the same vibe and it was two movies with two part, you know, two part movie. And it was great. Like they embodied the entire anime. And it is their culture. so well i understand that i'm just saying that i always think that america is trying to find a way to do the same thing um by creating a formula that works with breaking down you know long term like if we were to do a family guy movie right uh um, oh, that would be so bad <laughs> it would be terrible but i'm saying like if we were to formulate a way to condense something that's been on air for so long um into a two-hour movie i mean the simpsons movie was good they were able to do it they the brought live in this action thing. from 2007 well, no 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 not live no, action not i'm live so action, sorry, sorry. It, it wasn't live action there's no live action the animated no, yeah, one yeah it was animated (laughs) um i liked it uh oh it is good yeah so i'm just saying that i guess if we found a way to do the same thing with live action though you know with something that's you know a remake i think we're just you know we're eventually going to evolve into finding that formula i think uh just going to marvel they found a formula that works and they've been able to profit off of it ever since and they've now extended that that formula into movies and tv shows so it's literally a proven success and they're you know that's why all their movies are generic and bland absolutely not absolutely (laughs) they're generic and bland if you've seen one you've seen them all absolutely not (laughs) they have all been great Uh, yes what fangirl oh uh, yeah i'm a fangirl <laughs> you got it we'll fight you <laughs> i'll I buy mean, a dc is where it's you. at but you know that's that's a different story yeah and they're great at their cartoon movies i've watched every single one that's come out but guess what they haven't really figured out their formula for their what? their live action movies <laughs> does everything have so, to be a movie though no like, it could be a tv show <laughs> And it's been comics since like the 40s and 30s, right? <laughs> so like it has it's not just one medium, it's just the medium that we're in right now. Yeah. I mean comics are kind of different. It'll be um I'm, my next prediction would be VR. Like we're gonna see full movies played out live, like um the way a Broadway show would be, but in VR. There is one remake of a video game that I actually thought was halfway decent, and that was the Sonic movie that came out. 
yeah that was great that was a good movie uh, yeah, I, i've seen it like, I, I i've seen it like twice and i really like jim carrey's performance wow, in that. two times oh yeah. so good when he they was... gave him his scene uh what was it like he was in his van yeah. and like <laughs> it's just so funny and like i love um i don't know what is his name he played mm, oh no wait he paid he he was the voice of sonic i love that guy um Bruce he Willis? was in you think bruce willis was the voice actor for sonic are you willing to put a bet on that i didn't watch it in english so i don't know who it was <laughs> but okay fair enough <laughs> you always get away <laughs> with that stuff no i really like that that makeover or not makeover well it was a makeover but the remake was sonic um but yeah. Oh, Ben Schwartz. That's his name. I knew I should have known his name. I followed his comedy. Uh, he's been on a couple of podcasts that I listen to. And uh, yeah, he's just all over funny. Parks and Rec, he's in that. <laughs> mm-hmm. There's another movie I saw that I really liked. It was called Love Hard on Netflix. I don't know if you saw that. It's a good uh, movie. Is it a Christmas movie? It's a Christmas movie. Okay, and it has the Asian character. It has an Asian character. Okay, so you said it's called Love Hard. Yeah. I have seen it. I saw it when it came out. Yeah. Like right. Yeah, there we go. Jimmy Yang. Yeah. Um, I believe he was also in Silicon Valley, which I enjoyed too. His character was funny. Um, so I'm so happy that you've seen this. I didn't know you were starting your Christmas movie season yet. Um, I have been addicted to basically to get some serotonin before work. Yeah. <laughs> I've been watching holiday movies, um, even the really, really white bad ones. <laughs> um, but this was so refreshing. Um, it got really bad reviews, though. Like the reviews, oh, the re- yeah, the reviews for the but movie for aren't. Why? I don't know. I mean. Like the reviews for the movie weren't that great. Like it has like three stars, but I'll be honest, it was like the first movie that I didn't like. My wife was actually watching it, and I came into the room, and she it was only like the first five minutes, so I didn't really okay. miss much. And yeah. so I came in the room, and I was like, "Wow, like I actually like this movie." And it was it was very predictable. It was a very predictable movie. Um, so there was yeah yeah there wasn't a lot that like really surprised me. Um. Except for yeah. except for the end, I thought the, the ending really surprised me. Uh, I'm not gonna give the ending away, but yeah. I really liked the ending because I didn't I didn't expect that, and I loved um, like there were a lot of cultural references in the movie. Yeah, I really it was I really very refreshing. It was really really good, and it was an interesting catfish movie. So I really enjoyed that, and there was a lot um, like there was a, there was a lot for like reflection. So there were like yeah. a lot of moral dilemmas in the movie where the characters had to kind of you know come to terms with their own morality and their own decisions and oh my gosh i totally agree yeah and so (laughs) i I really enjoyed that and it was also funny and um and and sometimes it was really it was really awkward which is also good so it was a mix of yeah yeah so it was a mix of of various different uh feelings and opinions and scenes so i really enjoyed that um another christmas movie that i've seen a couple times but i started watching it last year i think i'm gonna watch it every year is is um I think it's called Klaus. Is it called Klaus in English? Yes, it is. Okay. Yeah, it's the cartoon movie. Yeah, I love that. Oh my god. Uh, so that came out last year. I know. And I know. that was very um, 
I don't know, very welcome to have such a, a unique story around like something so much more practical, honestly, um, from the story of Santa or what you would typically hear. Um, and I just, I agree, like the way it folded out, it was just really well. I, it lives rent-free in my brain. It will forever be a new staple uh, in my Christmas movie, you know, it's rotation. Good, <laughs> I love the artwork. <clears throat> like I was complaining to my wife the other day that one of the reasons why I don't watch any of the animated movies anymore is because they're all kind of cookie cutter. And I feel well, yeah, like they all come from the same programs that they yeah. use a lot of the same stuff. Yeah. <laughs> they're all the same. They're all the same where it used to be like each studio kind of had its own style. So you knew like, Hey, this yeah. is DreamWorks. This was Disney. This was Pixar. Like each company had its own style. And so you knew what to expect, but like nowadays, like you don't know who it's coming from. Like they yeah. all look the same. And th- there's this one, there's this like this uh or they the... look radically different. I mean, I, I can say very different. like uh Netflix has been coming out with a lot of different um styles, and you can't really say like the way you said it, um, the different studios was the way you knew. Um, I would say that net Netflix is buying movies from more unique like less known studios and that's the thing is that like i really like this movie because it's, it's not hand drawn yeah um, but it looks like it and it's it's very well done it has a very unique art style that i really enjoy um kind of similar to uh the spider-verse movie where like the the spider-man where he's black like where he's yeah a black kid yeah that's, just spider-verse <laughs> yeah yeah that's a very unique art style that i really enjoy because that's also animated mm. um and then you compare that to something like cats. Like, well, uh, uh, okay. Pets, sorry. All right. So slow down just a little. No. <laughs> You're going. Yeah. So I would say, uh, what was it? I agree with you on Klaus. Uh, what did you say after that? The pets. Oh, well, pets is generic. I would say that. That came out of some renewable uh, <laughs> program and there yeah um but like i like i was trying to mention it was just that like uh the willoughby's that was another one that came out on netflix it has a great storyline um it has a very unique art style to it mm-hmm. um and then there's another one i think uh i'm gonna butcher it but i don't want to look it up it has to do with like maya mm, have you seen it it's like something about three no no (laughs) i'm searching it up uh oh it's literally called maya and the three but it it revolves around like uh, a princess uh who does like has to deal with the gods and things like that and that has a very unique art style i haven't gotten a chance to watch it yet but i just wanted to mention it (laughs) but Mm. I, i just really like that uh Netflix is at least buying or supporting movies that are definitely more in the unique style. I would say that Netflix has been able to surprise me a couple of times with really good storylines on um, a variance of, of different, you know, movies. It's really cool. But really quick, going back to Love Hard, I wanted to say the characters aren't that shallow, even though the storyline seems like it's being set up for your stereotypical like a uh, catfish story like it has a nice bit of twists and turns that you wouldn't really easily predict um 
And then the fact that there's a person of color in it and their family, like it was nice and refreshing to be able to see, like you said, like a different cultures, um, you know, different conclusions that wouldn't be your stereotypical Hallmark movie um, from somebody who's just binged about, I want to say 10 movies in the last couple of weeks. <laughs> I would say it was the most original that you're going to get for like a Christmas time movie. Like, uh, anyway. <laughs> anyway, that's true. Yeah. No, I like it. I liked it. But we're running out of time. Yeah, I figured. <laughs> it happens so fast every week or every other week now that we're recording a little bit slower during the holidays yeah i have to have more time for black friday so (laughs) oh yeah we didn't even catch up on our on our day real quick so i'm gonna let you know i went to a black friday ball it was very cool it was Mm -hmm. to support black artists and uh i got to see different performances of all types including slam poetry drag um voguing it was so amazing they did a full competition and there was many talented people in st louis uh and it was just really nice to see so i just wanted to rep um the people because they just started the black friday ball mm. last year and they had to do it you know sh- live streaming so um to be able to stumble upon it online and be able to attend, uh, you know, it was really cool. Um, and then, yeah, I think that was pretty much the big, the big thing <laughs> that I wanted to wrap out, but, uh, I hope everybody had a, a great Thanksgiving. I know this is definitely coming out a couple of days later, but, um, me too. You know, it was just nice to catch <laughs> up too. and, uh, <laughs> <laughs> It's always nice to catch up with you, Chris. It's nice and to catch up with you too. Yeah, you you need you need to say anything? No, no, I All didn't right. do anything for 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 Christmas. Oh no, for uh, <laughs> Thanksgiving. <laughs> for Thanksgiving. You didn't do anything. You didn't get. Well, I mean, it's probably best. I I say Happy Thanksgiving, but I've been having um moral issues with the idea of celebrating it. So it's fine. If anything, you did the better thing. Yeah. <laughs> I can't I can't support American culture so yeah it's fine we're we're trash over here all right well you have fun be safe all right you too and catch them all yeah gotta go catch them all (laughs) see you in two weeks bye